Welcome to the Daily Dietitian Podcast, a podcast about sharing stories on the struggles and successes of real life, healthy living for the family. From easy ways to get your kiddos to eat more fruits and veggies, to finding what works to feeling your best through moving more. A resource with ideas for fitting it all in. <laughs> Cut the baloney of the food shaming or the guilt of not making the picture perfect lunches and keep the focus on you doing your best you. Join us as we talk to experts in their fields as they share their best advice on what is working for them and relish in the laughs on things that have not worked. Let us learn from each other on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Welcome. I'm your host, Stacey Mitchell. And today I want to talk about a couple of things. First, finding the exercise that makes you happy, that you enjoy, that brings a boost of energy. Second, I want to discuss a simple method to make exercise a consistent habit. And third, I want to briefly touch on stepping up your game with a little plan I put together. So let's get started. Making exercise a consistent habit. This may or may not be something that you struggle with, but through this little discussion today, I hope to give you some tips that might help you wherever you are at in your fitness journey. Getting in shape is usually one of the first things that a person will or want to focus on when they say, I need to lose weight or that's it, I'm starting my diet on Monday. <laughs> and even though exercise is wonderful, I wanna put this tiny little disclaimer that if your main goal is weight loss, moving may help, but it comes down to the food. We'll get into more of that later, but first let's talk all about fitness. As moving more definitely has its benefits, it makes us feel good. In the words of Elle Woods, exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people don't shoot their husbands. They just don't. <laughs> oh, that is such a great line. Um, wonderful line from Legally Blonde. And whenever I say these two words, exercise and endorphins, I always chuckle to myself thinking of that line. But anyway, let me ask you, have you started an exercise program and it lasted for a short time, maybe a week, a month, even a season, winter hits and your habit of exercise is far gone, right? It is so hard because life gets busy. We get distracted and we lose that motivation with, with our once perfect exercise plan. We get bored, tired, and sometimes we just need a break. And you know what? That is totally okay. But to find your balance in fitness and making exercise a consistent part of your week, we need to keep it simple, right? One of my favorite things to say. So let's break it down. Take those baby steps. As I was thinking about this, my personal message for promoting healthy habits, and I have been really focusing on this concept, simple. Focus on just one thing. Set yourself up for success. This will build confidence, right? And confidence is the foundation for maintaining those healthy habits. 
because you see you can do it. You're doing a good job. If we keep failing, we look for other ways. We may run to those quick fixes and then we fall flat on our face again. <laughs> and then we ask ourselves, what am I doing? Why am I even trying? It gets really sticky. And when I say set yourself up for success, I've heard this similar saying when my kids were watching dog training videos. <laughs> yep, just like training a puppy, set yourself up for success. Make it easy for you. And just like training a dog, once they show the tiniest bit of success, reward. And in our case, celebrate those small successes. Tell yourself, way to go. Look at how far I've come in a week, a month, or even a year, right? We have to celebrate. Oh, so I want to share a little story. Last week, I made a quick trip to Kohl's to see if I could scrounge up a couple of matching clothes for the family for fall pictures. Yet, we still have to find a good day to do that <laughs> and a good time to make that happen. But as I was in line, I was sweating, <laughs> catching my breath with the mask on, running around from department to department, avoiding people, and making the fastest trip ever to Kohl's. <laughs> okay, I was in line and I made the comment that I was hot with my mask on and running around in the store to the lady next to me. Obviously, she's six foot away as we stayed on our markings on the floor. She commented that she was also a little warm after trying on the winter coats. She said she walks seven miles every morning with her sister, and these last couple of mornings have been really cold, so she needed a new coat. <laughs> First, I was like in shock. Seven miles? Wow. I asked her, how long does that take you? She said about two hours, and oh my goodness, two hours every day? I'm lucky to get in a 30-minute workout, but... She said she is retired and she has lost 180 pounds. What? Again, I asked her again and raised my voice with the mask on because I feel like I can never hear people with a mask on. <laughs> yep, 100 pound, 180 pounds. Really? Wow, that is great. Good for you, I said. What did you do, may I ask? So first of all, she said it has taken her two years. She walks with her sister, and they both have lost a bunch of weight. She even showed me pictures of the two of them before and after, and I was stunned. It, they didn't even look like the same person. I mean, 180 pounds, that's a whole person. That's a, that's a human. That's a Steph Curry. <laughs> that's the size of a Steph Curry, almost. He's 190. I looked it up, but you get the idea. Okay, so a couple takeaways from this story. Her weight loss journey was not overnight. It took two years. Now, maybe your goal is not to lose 180 pounds. I hope not. That's quite an undertaking. But she found her joy in walking every morning with her buddy, her sister. She said after she retired, she made getting healthy her job. <sighs> Seriously, does she know I'm a dietitian? <laughs> I love this. And I wanted to just like congratulate her and give her a big hug, but that would be weird and not safe, right? <laughs> she also told me she didn't follow any program. She just kept track of her food and walked. That is it. That's it. 
her sister and her did this together. And that is where some magic happens, isn't it? When you have a partner, a buddy, someone to make you accountable. That is so helpful, right? And studies have shown people stick to an exercise regimen better if they have a buddy. Right now, I know that may be really, really tough with COVID, but maybe you can text a friend and let them know you got your workout done for the day or FaceTime and work out together. Um, right now, I listen to Marco Polo messages while I walk. I just love hearing from a friend while I'm doing, while I'm moving. Um, there are so many online communities, Facebook groups, where you can see others checking off their feel-good exercise for the day. And having that group or buddy can sure help you get it done. So anyway, back on to the topic for today, but I just had to share that. I thought that was just so fitting to hear. And I just kept thinking about her. <laughs> oh, wow. So cool, right? Okay. So I want to share a couple of tips on making exercise a little bit easier, okay? Making it a consistent habit. That was tip number one. Find a workout buddy or someone to keep you accountable if that helps. Tip number two, find something you enjoy. (laughs) I see my kids on the playground doing monkey bars or climbing up a pole and I think, ouch, that hurts my hands. How do you think that's fun? (laughs) But to them, they love it. (laughs) Oh, do you remember running wild as a kid or climbing something? And it was so much fun. Do something that makes you feel like a kid again. For me, I will have to say biking or scooting or even rollerblading is something that totally makes me feel like a kid. And I think I look like one too when I do it. I feel silly riding down the sidewalk on my kids' scooters as neighbors drive by. But you know what? I think I'm short. Maybe they will mistake me for a kid and not an old lady. (laughs) But you have to find something that you really enjoy. Okay, tip number three. Exercise first thing in the morning. Oh, that's a good one. Eat that frog first. Have you ever heard that saying? (laughs) I think that saying was from Mark Twain. And uh, productivity consultant Brian Tracy made it a method. He even wrote a book. I have not read it yet, but I, I definitely need to. It's called Eat That Frog, 21 Great Ways to Stop Procrastinating and Get More Done in Less Time. So what this whole method comes down to, the eat the frog method, it boils down to identify one important task for the day. And do it first, right? This can totally apply to exercise. (laughs) I always say to myself, if I don't get it done in the morning, it usually doesn't happen. Things come up. Kids need something. Schedule changes. And uh, we just get tired as the day goes on. But this may work. This may be a method that works for you for getting your workout done first thing in the day. Tip number four habit stack or find those habit triggers. If you're not a morning person, that's okay. Then maybe you follow your exercise habit with another habit, okay? So for example, right after you get off work, you change into your workout clothes. Or if you're working on site, you go straight to the gym. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Go directly to the gym. I sound like a Monopoly community chess card going to jail. (laughs) But you get the idea. Making those habits clear and going back to 
the easy, attractive, satisfying, and obvious. I refer to them as the atomic habits based upon the book. Couple of things for making it more easy. Set out your clothes the morning or the night before. Put an alarm on your phone titled time for walk or get your daily jog done or whatever it may be. Have a bag of clothes and water bottle packed in your car so you'll be prepared to go straight to the gym. Or schedule a time to call a friend and walk while you talk. Buy yourself new workout clothes or the right shoes so you feel really good when you're working out. You feel like a rock star. (laughs) Maybe you need to splurge on that new indoor exercise equipment since you won't be going to the gym. Maybe that's new weights or a new exercise bike. Making exercise at home even easier to get done. Maybe it'll work. Maybe not. (laughs) Sometimes they're dust collectors. Um, Another thing, download a new workout app or tracking app such as Map My Run or Adidas Running. The law I have I have used the running log app to track my miles walked or jog. Um, also FYI, if you have an Apple Watch, I just figured this out um, before the summer, go into your activity app and you can see each activity, such as running, walking, biking, etc. It adds up the total miles and it also shows average miles for the month. I thought this was super. Um, I use this during the summer for biking and I tried to make it a goal to increase each month. It was a lot of fun. Okay, that was all in one tip, by the way. (laughs) Tip number five, get up and get out even when you may be tired. Ugh. I don't know if I like this tip sometimes, but I would have put a disclaimer on there. Do not do this if you have not had adequate sleep. Sleep is so important and I would rather for you to get a good amount of rest than to exercise because sleep can regulate those hormones and do so much more for our bodies. It is extremely important. Okay, so if you're just a little groggy, I will have to say get up and get out. Sometimes I make negotiations with myself and say, okay, I'm just going to go for a walk or a jog or do some light bar blend. I really like that right now. And usually I end up feeling better than before I started. And sometimes I feel so good that I end up doing even more than what I first negotiated with. So it's making those little um, talks with yourself. (laughs) So wake up, start moving. Start slow and you'll probably be happy you made the move, right? When have you ever said, gee, I wish I never worked out today? Meh, maybe. (laughs) Maybe after an injury or something. But, and after these five tips, let's remember why we exercise. All the benefits that, that you may see physically or See after you get some blood work done, yeah? (laughs) Those may be clothes fitting better or better sleep, um, increased strength. I love it when I notice I can carry in more groceries, (laughs) right? Um, This just happened last week when I was at Trader Joe's and I grabbed all my bags and the worker was like, wow, that's quite a load. And I was like, yep, I definitely felt pretty good about myself. And as I'm walking away, there's a stream of sweat falling down my back. (laughs) And I think, well, I can't stop now. What if he sees me? So I just carry it on out to to the van and... We got it done. But those little mind games that we play with ourselves. The other benefits 
with exercise is having more energy, seeing your heart rate drop over time. And again, that blood work, a huge improvement can be shown if there is physical activity for some people. And I've seen this personally so many times in my clients and it excites me through the roof. Exercise promotes increasing good cholesterol or the HDL cholesterol, the healthy cholesterol, while also lowering blood sugar, triglycerides, and more. And for some people, exercise is the best medicine to treating their blood levels. Many of my diabetic clients would come to me and be so excited to be off their medicines and tell me, I just exercise after I eat to help control my blood sugars. This is amazing. Are you hearing this? Pretty darn amazing. And that is why if you're not already making exercise a consistent habit, well, let's find a way to make it a habit that sticks and find something you love doing. Okay. We know simple tips. We know the benefits. Now let's put it into action. If you are not used to doing 20 to 30 minutes of exercise, I would not recommend making a goal of, you know, 45 to 65 times a week. Yeah, that's, that's not, that's not a great goal. Let's find ways to fit it into your schedule. Okay. And again, enjoyment, finding what you love. It could be going for a walk or jogging while listening to an audiobook or podcast or maybe catching up on your favorite show while on the treadmill. Do what works for you. And as I'm thinking about this podcast, I, I want to give you something. I want to put something into action so you have a place to go to find easy ideas that work for you, okay? So what I put together, it's a simple monthly exercise plan that jumpstarts your plan off with just 10 minutes, five times a week. That's it. I love to say it. It's only 10 minutes. I can do that. (laughs) We are setting you up for success. You have 10 minutes, right? I don't think you can say you don't because it's only 10 minutes. That is the amount of time you can easily scroll through social media or the time it takes you to fold clothes or the time it takes you to clean your bathroom or it's a third of your favorite TV show. 10 minutes is considerably doable to start off with. The plan I put together consists of five 10-minute workouts, three cardio 10-minute workouts, and two strength 10-minute workouts for the week. I don't care when you do them. You can do them Monday through Friday or take Wednesdays off and then get a workout in on Saturday. But this plan is designed specifically for beginners. However, another part that can be really beneficial for anyone, and for those of you that already have a consistent exercise in place, this is for you. Okay, say you're walking 30 minutes already and you're doing great, but what if you wanna step it up a bit? This is where you can add on the 10 extra minutes a couple times a week with some heart pumping cardio, or maybe you're not doing any strength training right now and you wanna add just 10 minutes of strength training. I love it, right? Because it can be for the beginner to take on those first steps to get started, or it can be helpful for the steady exerciser to step up his or her game in their fitness. Yes. Our bodies get used to what type of exercise we are doing. So about every six to eight weeks, it's a good amount of time to switch things up if your goal is to increase your fitness, strength, or whatever it may be, okay? 
the next part of this plan I put together is the following week. And we bump it up. 12-minute workouts the next week. And then 15 the following. And then we hit the big 20 minutes. So you can see the gradual process of adapting just a little bit more every week. Or stay at that same time if that suits you in order to get your workout done. So if you want to see my calendar with the workout links, just go to my site, dailydietitian.com and click on podcast. I will have this post with links and add those 10, 12, 15, 20, and 20 minute mini workout increments to form a consistent exercise habit. And they all follow the same way. Um, I put it for Monday, Wednesday, Friday is your cardio. And Tuesday, Thursday are your strength training. Again, do you do you. However you want to uh, do that for the week is totally fine. But you can see the, the gradual process of slowly increasing those minutes really makes exercise an easy habit. And I think they're kind of fun too. These Some of them I'm like, oh, I, I don't like that exercise. I don't like this workout. So that ticket put into the pole. <laughs> Oh, ma'am. But you can do this if you keep it simple, keep it easy, and find what works for you. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, share with a friend or go ahead and rate it. I guess that's how other people find it then. <laughs> because I sure enjoy putting these together and getting my voice out there. There's always something that I want to say and this podcast is where it's at. So that wraps up episode number seven. And I want to thank each and every one of you for joining me on the Daily Dietitian podcast. Enjoy. <laughs>